Welcome to a new education component. My name is Hannah. I'm the founder of this project, this podcast, and this movement to bring a new component to the education system, teaching connection to self, other, and the planet. So today I am recording part two of the introduction, and I just wanted to answer some questions that under listening to my first podcast thank you to my beautiful partner and my beautiful sister gave me some incredible feedback and so I wanted to acknowledge that in the progress and the development of this podcast and of this education component. So firstly I wanted to start off by saying I have now had and recorded three incredibly empowering conversations. The first was about anxiety, developing anxiety through school and moving through school and how that impacts every area of life and what might have been needed in order to prevent the development of the anxiety in the first place. And the other two conversations I have had have been with eating disorder coaches who are absolutely just making such an incredible impact in their field. It is a area super close to my heart. Having had an eating disorder, developing an eating disorder at the age of 16 and moving through that, which is an incredibly tough process. Um, And we had conversations around what that looks like for children now and how young children are when developing that and what is needed in the education system to, again, be able to prevent the development of disordered eating. So they have been really incredible conversations and they will be coming out one by one over the next two weeks i've just released the one where we discuss anxiety developing anxiety in school which was with sophie and it was sharing her own story and i'm sure it's a story that relates to so many others i know for myself that anxiety was a really really big thing leading into year 12 and it personally stopped me from going to school. I was lucky to graduate because I had actually missed more than a third of that schooling year due to anxiety and anorexia developing into bulimia and just really intense depression as well. So it was a works for me. So I was very lucky to graduate. I was very lucky that my teachers were so accommodating and so understanding. And I'm sure there are so many others out there that have had that experience just from the people that I've met. It is mental health is a really severe issue in school, especially in high school. And from the conversations that I've had with professionals it is becoming younger and younger and it's you know being developed in primary school which is so scary because they're 
they're so little they're so young they shouldn't have to be going through something so tough at that age nor should anybody in high school have to go through something so tough it is one of the greatest challenges in life mental health and it really 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 does need a stop to it we just need to be taught new techniques and new tools around our mind our body our emotions and that's the whole point for this podcast and this development stage of a new education component so i want to talk about the lessons that i have made or discovered or learned from in feedback um, just in the progress of the podcast so it was really really quite empowering to have my sister and my partner listen to the podcast before i released it that very first introductory episode and they are really honest with me which is something i appreciate incredibly it's one of my highest values i am perfectly okay with taking feedback and it allowed me to grow exponentially in just one podcast so that was quite incredible and i'm super excited to have their feedback again so this is what i want to give you the development um step by step throughout this whole journey so that you know that um you know if i make a mistake i'm going to be saying that because i'm human and this is a journey and this is going to be a big development and there are big goals and i want you to be a part of this i want you to know all of the details i want the community involved our audience involved for us to get financial support funding for us to you know really find those people that are going to be able to really help bring this into fruition as quick as possible because it is so needed it is so needed so as i was saying some of the steps um, and the feedback that i received from both my sister and my partner So one, statistics. So in the very first episode, I want to say that I used two statistics. I think on memory, I said that 90% of children were in government schooling. I want to formally say that I actually do not know that statistic. And that is a habit that is dying now a dead habit um but that was a habit of mine to say statistics without actually knowing i would just make them off the top of my head i am very human and i want to say that i do not know that statistic and even when i do do a bit of research and i do find out about that specific statistic I am going to make the choice not to share statistics, mainly because I personally don't feel like I'm qualified to. 
And I'm going to honor that integrity and authenticity in myself. So I want to say that I think I used one more statistic, but I can't quite recall what that was on. So I just want to say any statistics that I said in the original introduction, that is not correct. And I own that fully. And moving forward, I personally will not be using statistics. And it's just an all-round safe gateway for that as well because things do change and it allows for changes. Statistics are also incredibly important. And so I will be inviting the people in their field that are really qualified and that have you know, a huge length of knowledge and background and history in their field to please share statistics because it is an important aspect to look at. So the second thing that um, I received in feedback was to acknowledge the Indigenous people of Australia. This is so, so, so important, so important. And so right now, I want to share a beautiful piece and I have been sharing these beautiful pieces right at the beginning of the episodes with the conversations and but I wanted to save this to now to really speak on it because part of this education component is to prevent cultural separation is to really see that we actually are beautiful people we are you know all one people and we all have our our own histories and every single one of those histories is so important because we're able to learn from each other but a really big thing is I don't want this separation so I want to help prevent the separation of the indigenous and then and then, um, and, and other cultures, not just the indigenous, but indigenous or Islamic or anything like that, like to prevent that cultural separation and to really invite in the curiosity to, to learn about each other's culture and invite that in with an open heart and open arms and really feel what you receive from that because it is such a receiving so i want to just take a moment to be able to acknowledge the indigenous of australia and not only that but acknowledge the indigenous all over the world but because i'm in australia this is my home this is where i was born it's super close to my heart um, so in the spirit of reconciliation, I acknowledge the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connections to land, sea and community. I acknowledge the Gubby Gubby people, the traditional custodians of the land on which I am here today and pay my respects to their elders, past, present, and emerging. I extend that respect to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islanders today.
And as I take as I take a moment to sit with that and really feel that, I ask you to do the same. That very, very small acknowledgement is a profound piece. It's a profound piece of bringing in that reconciliation. It's a profound piece of really creating that or letting go of not forgetting, not forgetting what happened because that's important and that's important to be taught. Like the truth of what happened, what happened to our indigenous people. But it's a profound piece in the way of taking down that wall of separation and taking down that wall of not not inviting that in it's important to have this in our schools it is incredibly important to have this in our schools and a lot of schools are bringing in that acknowledgement piece which is incredible but there needs to be so much more so much more every child needs to be taught about our indigenous culture their traditions their food how they live by the land right because they live with the land not on the land and that's the difference and that is what they can teach us is dramatically going to change the environmental impacts currently happening. So they're an important piece of this component, a massively important piece of this component to not only prevent cultural separation, but to also prevent environmental impact. So that was a really big feedback piece that I actually received from my sister that I was incredibly grateful for. And she knows me really well as I personally read some beautiful indigenous books. And yeah, I was just, when she said that, I was like, oh my God, of course, why did that not cross my mind? So that is incredibly important the reconciliation is incredibly important the acknowledgement of them is incredibly important and to really yeah just bring this into our system so it becomes a normal part of our daily life in everybody's life just knowing knowing how to care for the country and knowing how to respect indigenous people as well So other parts of the feedback that I wanted to move on to is my partner, great, like, um, so my partner's name, his name is Adrian and he will no doubt jump on one of these conversations at one point. He is greatly, greatly inspired by philosophy. So I think that is, will be an incredible conversation to have in regards to inviting that into like inviting that conversation into the education system 
But for now, he gave me some questions just to link some missing pieces of the puzzle from the introduction. And so I want to speak into these now, especially since he took the time to write these down and I'm so incredibly grateful for. So some of the questions he asked, he asked, how does environmental issues connect up to the prevention of mental illness and then he said or are they just parallel issues not necessarily connected so we've actually had this conversation before adrian and i and what we were piecing together is not so much the mental illness but the physical physical illness and weight and just caring for your own body and we observed somebody who was eating McDonald's and they left their rubbish in the environment and that there that disconnect from like I And this is, hmm, hmm, I want to speak into this correctly or in the best way I possibly can. I think we can all say that McDonald's is not the greatest for our bodies. It's not the greatest. Um, And I want to speak in other ways too. Cigarettes. Cigarettes are not the greatest for our bodies. We all know that. And so, so are, you know, packaged foods. Packaged foods are not the greatest for our bodies. And I'm speaking about like sugar loaded packaged foods like lollies and chocolates. And we all know this. And what we were having a discussion around was that We picked up personally from our own opinion, this is coming from our own opinion, my own opinion, is that somebody who is not in tune with their body or is putting things in their body that aren't necessarily going to help their body thrive, they tend to have a disconnect from the environment And they tend to put rubbish in the environment. And so it's that disconnect from physical body, from themselves, which is creating, which is also reflecting, not creating, it's reflecting the disconnect from the environment. So both are being damaged. And we are one in the same. We are nature and nature is around us. And so... That's where the connection is for this education component. The more you become connected to yourself and you know your mind, you know your physical body, you know your emotions, you know how to thrive. And at the same time, learn about the environment and how the environment thrives and how it communicates and how you can hear that. 
the more you bring awareness to both of those, the more of an effort you make to take care of the both of those. Because how we do one thing is how we do everything. And so if we're not looking after our body, we're not looking after the environment. But if we are looking after the environment, we're usually looking after our body and vice versa for both of those. So that is the connection and how they have been brought in together. It is to tackle two different issues, mental illness and negative environment impact. They are to tackle two different issues, which is why the component involves connection to self and connection to the planet. But at the same time, those are very deeply connected. We can receive a lot of peace and a lot of clarity just by being in nature, which can help for mental health. So everything is very interwoven within this. And I just wanted to bring voice to that. So Adrian has made a note. Talk more about curriculum goals, outcomes and visions. Give more examples. Okay. So the curriculum goals, outcomes and visions. So one of the goals for this, for this podcast, firstly, and the development of the education component is to have funding behind it and have funding backing it to be able to put in as much work, effort, um, and time as possible to be able to get this up and running as fast as possible. So that is one of the goals for this podcast. One of the other goals for this podcast is to extract, to have these conversations, to be able to extract pieces that are needed in the development of the component, which is already showing to be golden. They're just in the three conversations alone. So much has been extracted from that. So the curriculum goals. The curriculum goals is to have the theory, so being taught the theory, but to also have the practices so it creates the embodiment and the knowing and the memory of this knowledge. So it'll be knowledge-based and also practice-based of connection to self, others, and the planet from kindergarten all the way through to year 12 so obviously that will look different in every single grade as the developmental stage is different in every single year and when I say learning the knowledge for example some of that might be so connection to self so if we started in kindergarten some of that might be integrating at mealtime listening to your body, knowing whether your body says it's full, whether your body likes the food you're putting it in, whether it makes your body feel good. That is a very strong and important piece. So that is learning to listen to the body and practicing that and embodying that at mealtimes. Another thing could be emotions, knowing all of the different types of emotions, knowing 
the unique sensations that they bring up in your little body because they can be different for everybody. What comes up as fear in me can be different in what comes up as fear in somebody else. But knowing what those sensations are uniquely to that person. So that is then discovering it going, oh, I'm feeling fear. Where am I feeling that? What does that feel like? What does the sensation feel like? And having their own little book of, okay, these are all the emotions and this is what this, these are the sensations that it creates in my body. And then knowing that when that emotion comes up, they can be like, oh, I'm feeling this. Okay, I can sit with this. I know it'll pass. So that then creates emotional intelligence and connection to self. So that is another example. And obviously, as we go later through schooling, so into high school, that's where the knowledge becomes more in-depth, more intellectual. And it can go through things of being able to communicate with others in a connected, non-violent way that gets across your understanding and also creates space for the other people to get their understanding across, right? So that's another one. So communication is a really, really big part of connection to others. And it also is a big part of connection to self because we communicate to ourselves every moment of every day in our mind and getting to know that is incredibly important so having all of the knowledge around the mind what the mind is built for what it is designed to do but also to know that you can get to know your mind and you have the choice to change it and you can create better beliefs better thoughts that do really set you up for a thriving life. So these are just some of the more intricate details that are going to be part of the component and part of the curriculum goals is to really have children moving through schooling, knowing themselves knowing them their boundaries knowing how to respect and communicate to others and communicate their feelings and knowing how to respect the planet and to care for the planet and to also really ignite their innovation to be able to make a difference in these areas as well so one of the goals is to start implementing small pieces in schools and working with schools in term one of January in yeah term one of 2021 which will be the end of January that starts and with that having the school's involvement having the children's involvement seeing how they take on these practices and this knowledge and creating a repetition in that and having these conversations with them will just exponentially create a very fast forward motion of bringing this to fruition and getting this 
into schools as fast as possible with the help of being able to prevent mental illness and abuse and all cultural separation and negative environment impact. So the big vision is to have a full curriculum for kindergarten all the way through to year 12 rolled out hopefully in two years because at the moment the education curriculum is under review and it will be rolled out the new education curriculum will be rolled out in 2022 from from what i read on the australian curriculum website so you'll be able to find that for yourself i can even put that in the show notes but yeah so those are some of the goals and as this develops and grows i will definitely be extending on that as well So I'm just reading some of Adrian's other notes. So Adrian wrote, how will this be compelling to children if the basic structure of schooling remains? It may just be another subject for children to fob off and flunk. That, I love that. That is a really, really good question. And it also brings in, how do you bring in a whole new curriculum when there really is no space? Like the whole six hour of a school day is full to the brink already with multiple components. So I want to speak into both of those. So the first one, how will a child be interested in this subject so a part of this component is to also learn how to know a child's learning strategy right because every child is different and so it needs to be taught in all of these different ways in a fun way that really creates the embodiment for the child because that is the whole point if this just reaches the knowledge level of a child that knowledge can then very much be forgotten about this needs to get into the embodiment of the child the cells of the child to the point where the child is doing it naturally it's become a habit and so that takes repetition that takes knowing how each child learns so in that that's extremely important and this is a big piece that i have not yet mentioned but it's been in the conversations um the conversational episodes which that will be coming out so a big part of this component this is going to be taught to teachers to embody and then those teachers are going to teach children it is so important that the person teaching them is the role model of all of this. It is so important that the teacher is connected to her or himself, knows their needs and accommodates their needs and then they can communicate clearly and effectively. They can connect clearly and effectively. Like that is 
in an incredibly important piece of this and knowing that each individual has its own unique learning and discovering that in fun ways that is how you keep a child engaged is you connect with that child with their interests with how they learn and that takes effort that takes open language open body language um pay it takes patience and so a teacher must embody all of that to be able to really help a child embody all of this knowledge and this practices so that is a massive massive piece the other one how does a whole new component fit into a schooling system that is already to the brink with six hours so this part i don't fully have a vision on yet but i have ideas i think it's safe to say that most of us have not used algebra since leaving school i think it's safe to say that most of us have not used a lot of things since leaving school and so i think reflection into those curriculum needs to be paramount and space needs to be created for life lessons life lessons that is what we are needing life lessons a lot can be squeezed in to the day like into the day quite easily especially when it comes around connecting with your body intuitively that can be brought in at meal times um yeah so there is space already that we can use like just with what is already um, being taught in schooling or the times located for specific things in schooling but space does need to be made and I think that comes down to reflecting on what is needed and what's not needed like is this necessary in life like for life to thrive in life is this necessary if not okay can we let it go and if a child wants to explore that career path they can do that in other ways so i think that's super important and that is one vision that i am going to be moving forward with that is a thesis that i will put into trial and error and because from that just having one idea you can find many other pathways so it will lead somewhere which is super important so that was a really good question oh and that that was actually written does the fundamental structure of schooling need to change so virtually the components need to create space So I think that's everything for now. So this is part two to the introduction, acknowledging the progress of the podcast, acknowledging the progress of development. So we have already received, I have already received, I should say, um, me, myself and I and my team. Um, There will be a team soon, which will be really amazing. I know that everybody who 
backs this is part of the team so and thank you to all those people that are backing this but there yeah there have has been huge progress already with the development um and just learning different perspectives of what is needed to prevent specific illnesses or abuse from schooling systems it has been there have been phenomenal conversations so i'm really looking forward to those coming out and i will be extending on the development each time i record just an individual speaking podcast for you guys to keep you in the loop to let you know what i'm doing and so i also want you to know that the outcomes that i'm striving for over the next month so the month of december today is the first of december um so over this month i will be doing research into a lot of foundations that includes um, mental illnesses such as anxiety depression eating disorders as well as abuse so child sexual assault domestic violence so those ones i will be really going into uh, researching over the next month to be able to have conversations specifically in mental illness areas first um like i've been having conversations in the mental illness area of eating disorders to be able to really develop the pieces needed to prevent these from children developing them at such young ages in school. So that is, yeah, the that's where we're going for this month. That's where I'm going for this month. I will also be putting together a a speech to be able to take into schools and just like little embodiment pieces to be able to take into schools to bring that into schools to start that conversation to start that involvement sorry that is a truck driving past um but to start that involvement in term one in schools in 2021 so yeah so thank you all for listening thank you for supporting Thank you. If you have any questions at all or want to be involved, shoot me a message. I don't know if a podcast can receive comments. I'm hoping that it can. If not, you can find me on Facebook or Instagram. My name is Henna Renee. Um, on Instagram is Henna Renee M. Renee is spelled R-E-N-E-E. But I'm really wanting to have these conversations and to just extend this out into the community as far as possible and get as much involvement as possible so even if you support this just give me a holler because it's just so good to know how many people are behind this and backing this so thank you for listening and soon i will also in december be figuring out how to do the funding for this podcast so that our community can get involved and get behind this and we can really really grow this to what it needs to be so thank you thank you thank you